Well, you know what that means. It's time to expose the money lies. Let's get started. Hey there, Jill Wright, the Money Coach here, and I am happy to be back this week on episode 94, Making the Impossible Possible. So how many of you made New Year's resolutions? I did not make them this year. I don't think I've made them for the last couple years. Uh, I just have things that I'm working on all the time. I am a work in progress. <laughs> but it's that time of year where most people have already abandoned their resolutions. So what about you? That doubt just creeps in, that insecurity rears its ugly head. <laughs> you might have even disconnected with what made those resolutions so important to you in the first place. You know, life happens. And the goals that we set just seem like they get further and further away than when we even started. I don't know how that's possible, but our brain convinces us of it <laughs> so easily. So that question of um, what made me think this is possible just seems like it keeps popping into your head. You push it out and it pops back in. So that keeps happening until the goals you set feel impossible. Whether it's goals, whether it's resolutions, I think our brain likes us to stop trying so hard. It likes things to be easy. And so, of course, it's going to bring in the doubt, the fear, the insecurity. Well, I want to help you reconnect with those goals that were important to you when you set them, or whether it's resolutions or anything that you want to accomplish this year, this month, this quarter. I am going to help you make it easier to get back on track and to achieve whatever it is that you want to achieve. So here we go. <laughs> when you set those goals, what did you want? I want you to be able to connect with what was so important to you. What, uh, where did those goals come from and why were they important to you? What did they represent to you? And if you didn't set goals, then why didn't you set goals? What uh, why was that important to you? Why was it important to you to not set goals? A lot of my clients um, have sort of this fear of goals, fear of failure as well. And that's why they don't like setting goals. Goals bring up a lot of fear, doubt, insecurity, and a lot of pressure. And most people I know don't truly work well from pressure. Yes, we may finish things under pressure, but we don't uh, achieve the best we can. We don't achieve our potential or what is truly possible from for us fueled by pressure. And so, um, you know, so when we set those goals, they feel impossible. That's what creates the pressure. It feels like there's a lot that we have to do to get to them, to achieve them. So what makes what you want or what you wanted at the point at which you set those goals or maybe even avoided setting those goals. What made that impossible? And so today I'm going to share the three things that makes what feels impossible possible. So here are the three things. Number one is resources. And number two is mindset. And number three our decisions. So that's what I want to share with you today so that you can get back in the game and get on track to reach your goals. 
So the first one is resources. So what kind of resources do you need in order to make the impossible possible? And so in order to talk about the impossible, I'm just going to use goals as an example, but you can plug in anything that feels impossible. It could be weight loss. It could be reaching a financial goal, paying off debt. It could be, um, you know, getting your kids into the college they want. It could be paying for your kid's college, saving for your kid's college. Could be saving money for a house. Could be anything that you want to do that feels impossible for whatever reason right now. So in order to make the impossible possible, you have to focus the resources you have on the main objective. Because if you're having resources that are scattered about in multiple different directions, it's going to be more challenging. It's going to take longer to make that possible because you're not focusing your resources on that, on the main goal. So the first thing you need to do is decide what is your main objective? What is your main goal? So that you can funnel all available resources into that goal. And so that's one of the the most important things is making sure you're not focused on too many different things so that your resources, you don't have the resources to focus on getting the thing that you actually want. So your goals should inform your decisions in your business. And that's why it's so important, I think, to set goals. Goals inform all the decisions you make in your business. Goals inform your plans for the year, how you spend your time, how you spend your resources, whether it's money, whether it's time, whether it's attention, whether it's, um, you know, knowledge, whether it's focus, whatever it is, um, goals inform how you decide to use those resources. So it informs your plans for the year, for the quarter, for the month, for the week, even for the day. So goals are a foundation to creating what it is that you actually want. And goals force you to think at a higher level. And when you think at a higher level, you can achieve at a higher level. And so I'll say that again. Goals force you to think at a higher level. And when you think at a higher level, you will achieve at a higher level. And so that's making more things possible when you're thinking about how to make things more possible, how to make things inevitable, and especially goals that matter to you. When you set goals based on what you want, and not just on what you want, but based on what you really, really want, you're more likely to achieve those goals. Now, a lot of my clients, a lot of people say, well, it's not about the money. What I'm doing is not about the money. Um, Or, you know, the money is not the most important thing to me. Well, that's because they haven't connected to what that money means to them. And so in order to connect to what you really, really want, what is that money going to do for you? What is it going to make possible for you? Whether it's freedom or whether it's financial peace, um, whether it's paying off debt, like lifting that burden that you've been carrying. 
what is money going to do? That's the thing that you want to base your goals on. That's the thing that you want to connect with because when you connect with that, you're more likely to achieve that goal. You're more likely to keep going. You're likely to be willing to fail along the way. And we know that the more you're willing to fail, the more you're willing to succeed and you're more willing to figure it out. So think about when you had kids, when you first, when you had the first child, you know, it was super scary because, hey, you know, this is the first time that this, you know, some tiny human is relying solely on me. It's all up to me to keep this, this tiny human alive. But what were your options, right? You're not going to give up. That's definitely not an option. Um, so what did you do? You kept going. You were willing to be wrong. You were willing to fail. You were willing to ask for help, mostly because you didn't have another choice, right? You figured it out. You just did all these things. You kept going until you figured it out and you did figure it out. (laughs) That's the thing. You figured it out. You found out that you were capable of keeping this human alive and, and, and helping them thrive, right? But it was because you didn't question the goal, right? You didn't question whether or not that you would do it. You knew in your soul that you would hang in there (laughs) no matter what you faced and you would do whatever it took. So think of your business as your baby. Are you willing to feel like crap when you feel like it's not working and keep going anyway? Are you willing to fail and to get back up the next day and to try again? Are you willing to hang in there and do whatever it takes? And whatever it takes may not be as much about doing as it is about feeling. What I'm asking you here is, are you willing to feel whatever it takes? Because that's almost always what we're avoiding more than any of the doing is the what how we'll feel. So... You know, let me go back for a minute to, I talk a lot about what you want. And I actually ask myself that question most days. Now I keep a dream journal and every day, or at least most days, I write down what I want. And I try, my goal every day is to fill at least one page in that journal with I want. And so I'll just say, I want da da da, I want da da da, and then I'll fill up the whole page. Um, and so your goals should come from what you want, what you want. They should come from what you want, what you really, really, truly want and what you value most in your life. Your goals shouldn't come from what you should want. Your goals shouldn't come from what somebody else wants. Your goals shouldn't come from what somebody else is doing. Your goals shouldn't come from where you should be in your business. Goals should come from what you want. The more you strengthen that muscle of wanting what you want, the easier it's going to be for you to set goals and the easier it's going to be to connect with those goals and to achieve those goals. And not because we always get exactly what we want, because we know that in life we ask for a lot of things and we don't always get what we want. But that's definitely a good place to start. So you're not going to go after something unless you recognize first that you want it, 
and you're like less likely to get what you don't ask for because you're not focused on it. It's not even on your radar, you know. It's just like that blue car. When you get a blue car, all of a sudden you see all the blue cars on the road. So when you start wanting something, all of a sudden you start seeing opportunities to getting that something, even if you're not conscious of them. And so it's really important to strengthen that wanting muscle. And that's why it's important to keep dreaming and keep wanting and to keep giving yourself permission to want what you want. So goals are fuel for your dreams and they're fuel for what you want. And that's why I consider goals resources. Um, now there are other resources that you'll need in order to reach your goals, but you can't identify the resources you need, the time, money, energy, knowledge, uh, and so on until you know what your goals are and you can't start planning for those resources until you know what you need. So that's what goals do. They inform the resources that you need so that you can start planning for them and so that you can start creating any resources that you need. And so the next thing that you need other than resources is the mindset to achieve your goals, to get what you want, right? And to make it easy. Mindset is extremely important in order to make getting what you want easier. Now, I alluded to this a minute ago when I said that you need to think at a higher level in order to, to achieve at a higher level. And mindset is about thinking at a higher level. And this is what will fuel your goals. Resources are important, but mindset is even more important. Goals require us to think at a higher level and thinking at a higher level is what fuels the reaching of your goals. So they fuel each other. Now mindset, a lot of people say, well, what exactly is mindset? Mindset is faith that it's possible. Mindset is believing that you're capable. Mindset is identifying perspectives that fuel you instead of defeat you. Now, I'm not an expert at doing any of this, at executing any of this, but I am an expert at seeing my clients' limiting beliefs. I am an expert at seeing what gets them stuck. I am an expert at helping them to explore alternatives and to, you know, make commitments to what they want to believe is true. And I'm just, I'm just like you when it comes to doing this for myself. <laughs> I struggle sometimes. Now, we can do this for our clients all day long, but it's it's a little different when we're in our own head because everything seems so real in there. <laughs> everything seems like such a struggle. And that's why I'm personally committed to having a coach <laughs> show me uh, what I get the opportunity to show my clients because our mindset can get in the way. And so what, you know, what else does mindset mean? It means noticing what comes up for you when you set your goals. Do you feel constricted in your throat? Do you feel like somebody is sitting on your chest? Do you feel like there's a heavy piece of granite in your gut? <laughs> Those are some of the, the ways that you know that there's something a little off with your mindset is by how you feel, how your body is reacting to that. And sometimes the it's not 
exactly clear that it's a mindset issue, but that's definitely um, something that can be an indicator. So then what happens when you sit down to plan out the goals that you've set? So once you set the goals, then you go ahead and you start to plan. Like, how am I going to reach these goals? What are the things I have to do? What are the uh, resources that I have to get in place? Um, what is it that I have to be thinking, feeling, doing in order to get those results, right? So when you sit down to plan out those goals, what happens? Do you spin in confusion? Do you get stuck in overwhelm? Do you avoid it altogether? Now, I have, I'll be one to admit that I don't like planning. I, this is, this is one of the areas that I get stuck in. And so, you know, that is about the mindset that I'm in when I'm sitting down to, to do those plans. Right. And so what about when you get the plan finished, when you do finally sit down and get those plans worked out and you establish what you need to do, what you need to feel, how you need to think, um, to get those results and, when you get that finished and you then try to execute the plan, what happens? Do you get restless? Do you go get something to eat or drink? Do you get sidetracked? Do you let your find yourself find something you conveniently forgot was important and urgent and wind up putting off the execution of the plan for this other more important thing? Do you sabotage your efforts and avoid the painful disappointment your brain is sure, is convinced lies ahead for you. So that's what we need to clean up. That's the mindset piece in order to make the impossible possible. Think about what would prevent you from getting to that goal and then master that. Then look at the next thing preventing you from getting there and master that. Um, that's, that's what I help my clients do is I use my master process to help them master all of those things that are preventing them from hitting their goals. Now M stands for money lie and it's whatever you're believing that's preventing you from achieving that goal. A stands for awareness, which is, um, what we build as ammunition in order to battle those lies, those myths, those, untruths, those limiting beliefs that stand in our way. And then S stands for scrutinize. So taking that ammunition that we gathered in the awareness phase and questioning our limitations. And then T is for transforming our identity. And most times we don't see ourselves as the person that can achieve that goal. And that's one thing that stops us. And that's what keeps us from doing it. Because I mean, it's because of what we believe about ourselves, even though we might not even realize we believe it, but it's just a part of who we are. And it's a part of what we've carried forward from whatever time we develop those beliefs about ourselves. It could be childhood. I have some beliefs that I can see from way back when I was five, six, seven years old. And then E in master is for elevating our thinking to expand our possibilities. And R in master is for reinforcing. So once we transform that identity, we have to assimilate all that we've learned in M through E 
um, to reinforce who we are and who we're continuing to become. And that's the process that I use to help my clients master their money mindset. So whenever mindset is something that comes up, then I, I think about that process and where in that process we need to work in order to, in order for them to master whatever mindset is causing them to struggle. Now, typically the first thing that's going to come up for you with achieving big goals is, yeah, I don't know how. And then the next thing that usually comes up is, yeah, I don't have what it takes, or I don't have the resources, or I don't have the skill set. So just notice that you also, whatever it is that you come up with, that your brain comes up with that you don't have, you also don't have the mindset. Because if you did have the mindset, it wouldn't matter that you didn't know how, because you'd figure it out. And if you did have the mindset, it wouldn't matter that you didn't have the resources or the skill set because you would go and get whatever you need. If you're baking brownies and you find that you don't have any eggs left in the fridge and you really want brownies or you really, really need to make the brownies for the kids to take to school in the morning, you're going to find a way to get what you need because you have that mindset that it's possible, right? So when you have the mindset, when you have the the right mindset, nothing is impossible. You just need to identify the limitations and then you go to work closing those gaps. And that's what makes what feels impossible possible. So then the third thing is decisions. And I listed decisions last, but what you're doing is you're really making decisions all the time. You're always making decisions all throughout the day, all throughout the week, month, quarter, year. You Now you have to make some decisions in order to even set your goals. So in order to set your goals, you have to decide first what you want. You have to decide why you want it. You have to decide what you're going to do in order to get it. And you know, like that's what you're going to invest. What are the resources you're going to invest? What are you going to do? How are you going to show up? And you have to decide on a plan and a strategy. There are lots of decisions that you have to make in your decision in, in your business. And so you have to become a good decision maker. And so what makes you a good decision maker? What makes you a good decision maker is that you make as many decisions as possible ahead of time. Because the more decisions you make in the moment, the more energy, the more time, the more effort, the more resources are going to go into making that decision. Because when you make decisions in the moment, then there's a lot of drama that comes up. When you make the decision ahead of time, you eliminate a lot of the drama that tends to come up in the moment. Because when you're making decisions ahead of time, there's not really anything at stake when you're making the decision. (laughs) You know, you think about, you know, when you make the decision ahead of time that you're going to go on a diet and you're going to, you know, lose 50 pounds, there's nothing really at stake in that moment. There's nothing at stake until you have to take that first action. So the more decisions you can make ahead of time, the less there is at stake. And so the reasons that we typically get stuck, the reasons that we end up backpedaling on our decisions, the reason that we procrastinate is that in the moment, there are more things at stake. There's a lot at stake. There's any fear that comes up, any doubt that comes up. 
any um, insecurity that comes up. Those all come up in the moment. When we're thinking in advance, that is coming from our higher brain. And so those emotions are a lot less likely to come up. The doubt, the fear, the overwhelm, the pressure, all of that comes up in the moment. It doesn't come up when you're um, distanced from that um, that when you actually have to take action. So make decisions ahead of time. And, you know, because that's when there's nothing at stake so that you can be more open, more rational. So today, uh, you know, and to make good decisions and to make powerful decisions, you have to have a strong compass. You have to have some criteria that you're using to make those decisions from and goals inform those decisions. It informs that criteria that you're going to use to make those decisions. They're a filter. Goals are a filter that you can run your decisions through. So you can ask yourself, does this get me closer to my goal or does this take me further away? Does this close the gap or does this uh, widen the gap? So a simple question you can, that's just a simple question you can ask, but only if you have goals in the first place. What other filters can you create for yourself in order to make your decisions easier? The less resources you make in or you use in making decisions, the more of those resources you have at your disposal to use in executing on those decisions and in showing up powerfully in the actions that you have to take. So the more resources you use in making decisions, the less resources you have to actually execute those decisions, right? And a budget can also inform your decision-making, especially when you're making financial decisions for your business. And you still have time to develop a strong budget for 2022. As a matter of fact, I just finished up my budget. Um, I didn't have it ready for January 1st, and that's fine. Um, You know, whenever you get it done is better than never, right? (laughs) I just finished mine. So if you want help in this area, look, you know, we can certainly chat. But the more filters you can create ahead of time to run your decisions through and the more decisions you can make ahead of time instead of in the moment, the easier decisions will be for you. So if you find decision-making hard, if you get caught up, and overthink decisions, then try some of these techniques. So what makes the impossible possible? Well, resources help you with that. Mindset helps you with that. And decisions help you with that. So what impossible thing just became possible for you?